0: Welcome to a new episode of Time to Shine. This is your host, Oscar Santolaya. Time to Shine presents you interviews with successful public speakers who share their experience and secrets with you in a weekly podcast. Hello, everybody. We often talk about leadership, both in this podcast and elsewhere, but have you ever heard of self leadership our today's special guest will present us this fascinating topic i'm talking about tulia lopez she's a brazilian based in zurich she's a multifaceted entrepreneur public speaker a natural leader and very active member of toastmaster international and she's currently almost ready to publish a book Hello, Tulia. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Oscar. It's my pleasure to be here with you.
0: Pleasure is mine. Tulia, could you tell us more about yourself and your projects? I know you have many.
1: Yes, I have many projects in my place right now. But as as they say, if you want things done, ask a busy person. And I follow that rule and I say that the more I have, the more I have to be better organized and therefore I end up achieving even more. So at the moment, my core project in leadership and communication is to develop a platform to give voice to women. Because I am a speaker myself. I love being on stage. And as an entrepreneur, I always find opportunities to speak about what I do and also to inspire others to give, um, to take the step, the leap of doing something for themselves and sharing their knowledge. But also, I also noticed that unfortunately, there are not so many opportunities for female speakers out there. There are many opportunities for speaking, but I don't know why. And many women are not there on stage. And Mm -hmm. as a speaker, I know so many great speakers, great women that have a lot of value to share and they don't get the opportunities. So I decided why not to create a platform for that, which is the AW summit. And the AW stands for Assertive Women Entrepreneurs. And what I am creating with this is giving them the opportunity to go on stage and share their stories. And based on that as well, I am giving them opportunities to network and to expand not only their contacts,
0: but also to generate more business for whatever they do. Does the all summit Is it a regular type of conference or how does it work?
1: The all summit started last October here in Zurich, where Mm -hmm. I'm based. And it was an experiment. It was just an idea I had as I explained the reasons. And I said, let's see how it works. Because if I take it from myself as a reference, I believe there will be many women that will be willing to go on stage and share their story. So I created that last year with another Toastmaster friend, Fabiola Leon, And it was a great success, which we will now replicate every year, not only in Switzerland, which will happen this year again next October, but next June, we'll be um, having an, the event in Barcelona. And we want to find the amazing women speakers, female speakers, there in Barcelona. Oh,
0: well, that sounds an excellent project. Tulia, could you tell us when your career as public speaker started?
1: I started with Toastmasters. Basically, uh, let's say officially put that way. I always been an entrepreneur from, for the past over 20 years. So somehow I always have to, had to talk about what I was doing or presenting, even when talking to customers. But with those master, I did, I then uh, had in on my hands the knowledge about communication and the, how to become a better communicator and even more importantly, how to become a better listener. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was the amazing thing that I had never thought about it because even though you th- you think there's a many um, workshop seminars on how to become a good communicator, but you don't find seminars about how to become a good listener. And you find this in Toastmasters. And once you become a good listener, you are a better communicator and therefore a better leader. So my my career as a communicator, let's let's put that away, uh, as a speaker, was 2009 when I joined Toastmasters, and immediately I started putting practice into practice my learnings from the Toastmasters, and um, and even more my leadership learnings because I've been leading uh, without um, knowing, and uh, not knowing, let's put that in a different way. I've been always in leading positions uh, and I was always doing this naturally. And for me, I was just something that I, I had to do because I was comfortable doing it. But with those masters, uh, the leadership concept uh, really uh, came into my hands and the, also the responsibility that as being a leader, the responsibility you have toward others when you have to be aware not only of what you want, what has to be done, but what is the best for everybody. Right. So this was when um my full career, let's put that way, and communication leadership uh, was put together. In a more um, concise and um, fulfilling way.
0: Which was my okay. So you just told us how you start in public speaking, and could you tell us one stage fright moment have you ever had?
1: If I'm very honest with you, I was never afraid of stage, and I I believe I'm a lucky person, or I'm very <laughs> weird, because they say stage fright is the number one before that, and I never had that that stage fright. Also, maybe because. While I was growing up, I was a dancer, so I was on stage. And I had, when you dance, you have to perform, so you're in front mm-hmm. of people. So I never had that. But for me, uh, the the big challenge came into into place, uh, speaking public, when I joined Toastmasters, again, I, I'm praising Toastmasters here, mm-hmm. but when I, I really understood the the how to... How important it is to get your message across and to have a speech with a structure? Because I was a very spontaneous speaker. Let's put that, let's put that away. And I never thought about how I was heard. Mm-hmm. And with those mass I became self-conscious of that and also self-conscious of how, on how important it is to understand your audience before you speaking. So then w- at the beginning, that was my big challenge. Are they understanding my message? That was the big question that kept, kept popping out on my mind while I was speaking.
0: Great. Coming to the main topic of this episode, what does... Leading in high heels mean to you?
1: Yeah, that was a name that I decided to. I, as I said before, I'm developing this project towards women, to give women a, a voice and create them opportunity to speak. But I realized that um, leadership is a big name. And when you say, you ask people about, are you a leader? If a male, males and females, there's always like a, <laughs> and some kind of thinking first before saying. And in most of the case, women tend to say, oh, no, no, this is not mm-hmm. for me. I, you know, I prefer to be in the background. And as I, I've been a natural leader for my whole life, as if I can recall uh, what I have been doing, for me it was a big uh, surprise to uh, to see that uh, people are afraid of being uh, tagged or being called a leader because they feel a, a pressure on the term and even more the ladies they they prefer to be in the background they don't want to feel like that they they have such a responsibility and sometimes they 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 don't even feel they deserve such such title and I decided then to create a program, um, training, seminars, workshop, focusing on them, on the the ladies, on helping them to unleash this leader on themselves that they already have. Women and we are leading all the time because you are. If you have family, you have to organize your family. You have to organize your kids, and you see your, your mother doing this your whole life, organizing everything for the family. And this is leadership. And some and people don't think about this. They think leadership is just the big guys and the big people in big mm-hmm. positions. And we are leading the whole day, every day. And and uh, to cut attention to my program, I decided to create the High Heels. And I thought, like, is, is um, a good way, is a metaphor I use in the development that uh, the program has. When I offer the program, they start in the flat heels, as everybody else, finding their ground, finding uh, to discover who they are, what are their natural leadership traits and uh, the strengths, the weakness, and then they move on to their weather heels. Where they are in a higher level, but they still need to get information, the foundation to really unleash this leadership, this leader on them until they go to the final step, which is the high heels. Which I say, not everybody can stand and walk in a high heels. And I say the same for a leader. Not everybody can lead right <laughs> and and that is the analogy and the metaphor i use for my program and leading high heels is a program that is focused on women but the 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 concepts are for everybody male and female
0: yeah it sounds really awesome actually i agree with you that the word leader can be so kind of intimidating to to many people actually when i was very young and i Heard for the first time, uh, leadership, liderazgo in Spanish. It was like mm-hmm. felt like this is for politicians, people who wants to badly influence people. Yeah. But then you learn that it's in it's in almost everybody. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And this is why I come to the concept of the Mm self-leadership, is uh, that the leadership starts from yourself, from your own self-leadership, meaning that leading your own life, knowing where you want to go, knowing what your, your goals are, what you want to reach, and how to organize yourself. It's like you have to be a good leader of your own self, of your own life, first, before going there to lead others.
0: hmm Yes. And well, now we're coming to the to this uh, term self-leadership and how to apply self-leadership uh, well for yourself
1: I believe it comes to the knowledge and the self awareness is mm-hmm. it's about what is important for you in your life? We go up, your parents decide many things for us, but gets to the point in our life where we start making our own decisions, right? And self-leadership is about not only making your own decision, but knowing that you are the only responsible for your actions. And you are the only one to make the true the real decisions that are going to make a difference in your path. And also that that your great power relies on that in your power of deciding what's the best for you. So I I find that um, there's a saying, I don't know who said that, but saying Mm -hmm. that if you don't uh, take the leash or the leadership of of your life, someone else Mm -hmm. will. And I find that the greatest um, knowledge that we, it's self-awareness that we can have from very early age that we should be teaching our children on that, that they are the only one responsible for their own decisions and they should be the ones making and taking those decisions on what they want to do in their lives. Many people go to life and in adults, professionals, highly, um, in, in a higher level of their careers is still in a position They say, well, well, it's okay, it doesn't matter, whatever you say, yeah, it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's never really okay. Mm-hmm. It's just that they, they feel they cannot make a decision or they are insecure of, of making decisions or they don't want the responsibility. And you see many people that they don't take any decisions, but they're very ready to blame everybody else when something doesn't go right or doesn't go the way they want it. But they were never able to say in the first place what they really wanted. And I believe self-leadership starts from there, knowing what you want and knowing that for everything you do, for every decision you take, you are the only responsible for that. And, that, and also that you are affecting others around you and be responsible for that.
0: Yeah, a lot of uh, leadership is about uh, yeah, responsibility. As, as you said, I completely agree. Tulia, I know you have attended last uh, November the Web Summit 2014 in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Among the speakers, could you pick some good leaders that you liked and particularly were to share something about them?
1: It, the Web Summit event was an amazing event from the, the beginning when you think that it attracted over 20 20- 2,000 people Mm -hmm. in the same venue talking about entrepreneurship, leadership in all sort of areas in what uh, we are living right now technology, communication etc and it was an amazing experience and there I was with a different uh, business I have Mm -hmm. which is an online business which I'm not going to get into details here and I took the opportunity to attend as many uh, work, um, seminars and talks available. It was very difficult to, to pick. But I would, instead of, of, of mentioning names, mm-hmm. I would rather mention the whole concept of the whole summit. And I think that w- it was what made it so successful. Everybody was there to really share the experience and usually, I, I've been attending many seminars. You go to those events. You have the guys there, the speakers, the one presenting, and they you feel them, feel their message. Sometimes you connect or not with their message, and um, but they are somehow far away from you. They are from a different reality. Even more in an event like this, that was really uh, more focused in technology, and it's easier for someone that's not fully in an IT business to think, oh, this is not for me. But the message there was very clear, was very much about that it's time for us as a human being, as creators, as business entrepreneurs to get together and share our knowledge, to get together and create more sustainable businesses and to create a support small businesses the big messages from the big guys from from Skype from uh GoDaddy these big massive IT guys that make billions a year that uh hires thousands and thousands of people and the go guide um, um GoDaddy guy um i forgot his name right now but his message was clear he said the way technology is developing right now in t- 10 years' time, our middle-level management will disappear because technology will take over. And the only way we can survive in a sustainable way is support the small businesses. So there is a call for leadership at all levels that's so high that is unbelievable. It's, it's just like we cannot be anymore in a situation of Believing that we have a, a stable job, believing that uh, someone will, um, will take us by the hand and lead us somewhere. It's time for us to get together and, and develop our own leadership skills. Remember that we uh we cannot be all leaders, but we can be leaders and followers in different situations because if everybody leads nobody do uh, do mm-hmm. anything right nobody does anything, so nothing functions so it's it's a balance is finding the balance between the leaders and the followers, but we also have to be aware that we sometimes we are leading sometimes we are following but consciously not only just letting things happening. And in the way that the world is evolving now and we have to be more proactive and we have to be taking more decisions. So this is why the importance of self-leadership, I come back to it, where you know where you want to go. You know what you have to reach and therefore you go searching for what's needed for you to develop and grow. And that was the huge message in that event.
0: Yes, yeah, you say it's a really huge message. I'm very happy to to hear that many of these leaders and speakers have been sharing the same message and really uh, reaching the audience as in your case. So it yes. really really appealing to, to visit the next year or this year, no?
1: This year in November, November again. again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they are expanding actually. They are already uh they have a sister event in in Dallas, I think? No, yes. And now they are going to Asia as well. So mm. they are really creating this movement and it's very interesting to see it and to be part of it also, to participate.
0: Yeah, it is. Tulia, could you share with us your favorite quotation?
1: Oh, my favorite one from Picasso. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's like, it's, he said, learn the rules like a pro, then break them like an artist. <laughs> and that's what I say um, to, to people when I, I'm giving seminars and also training people, I say the only way we can really make a difference is when we put ourselves on, on things, we really put our passion, we put, and that's what, when we make a difference. And, but we need to learn the rules we need to lo- learn what is around us and what are the boundaries, what is expected from us, how can we perform certain things. And then when we are very um, systematically and knowledgeable about what are the rules and what is around us, then is when we can use our creativity to go beyond the rules. Only then, And then is when we create an impact. Sometimes people are too eager to make a difference that they mm-hmm. ignore everything and they want to do their own way. And it's when they fall into the the the, the reinventing the will mm-hmm. syndrome, right? They, instead of taking what is already there, take the most of it and develop it further. So this is why, for me, this is a, is a very, very... Um, catching and a, a, a quote that I, I live by. Let's put it that way.
0: Julia, could you recommend us one book that has inspired you, and you would uh, tell us to to read it?
1: It's a naughty one, actually, because it's, it was a, a book that came to my my life in a moment of of transition, where I was I was in a situation that I knew I had to do. A change, make a change. And every time when change com- comes to your life, is always difficult and um, to know where to go. And it's the book of Stephen Covey, the famous, the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm-hmm. And I find that this is, is my Bible is still a book that I have beside me and that I consult this book many times because it made me, um, it gave me a structure to make the change and to follow my passion towards certain directions, the directions I want to to go. And it was in on his book that I first heard this um, this saying, where the our our greatest power lies between our um, the action and the reaction, which is our power of decision of of taking the decision where we want to go. So um so that was the the, the is is my my book.
0: Tulia, this is almost the end of the interview. Okay. Now, Would you like to share us a routine to shine? Could you tell us an exercise, something practical that you recommend to do it daily or weekly as a routine to shine? Yes.
1: It's something that I've been try my very best to put mm-hmm. it into practice because as I am a creative person, I tend to go away, like fly around very mm-hmm. often and, and lose my focus. So get, getting back to focus is something. And what I've been doing is I have my agenda for the week very well prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, I have only three things per day to do. Mm-hmm. because um, I find that I, I was I had a tendency to overwhelm myself with activities and feeling frustrated by the end of the day, not achieving everything. Mm-hmm. So this has been working for me for the past year. So I put three things a day on my agenda. Every day I have three things that's, that are part of a bigger picture and they are well planned ahead in order to fulfill that bigger picture and also finding times... In between for breaks even mm-hmm. if it's just to go up to get a glass of water or coffee and time for exercising and reading never never stop learning and never stop reading so that is for me is the basic rule for everything to plan your day in a way that's manageable three tasks a day so it's perfect and then include time for breaks and it took include time for exercising and always include time for reading and learning.
0: Thank you very much. That's a great piece of advice and shows that, yes, you are really following what Stephen Covey says. <laughs> <laughs> Tulia, it has been a really great conversation. This topic the, of uh, sales leadership was very new to me, as it sounds, but you have explained it and presented it in a very inspiring way. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure all of our listeners have enjoyed it as well. Finally, could you tell us how our listeners can follow you or learn more about you?
1: Yes, thank you very much. It's my pleasure. I have um, I send newsletters every week and videos newsletters mm-hmm. and you can search my website, uh, which is my name, you can mm-hmm. Tulia Lopez uh, with s at the end, tulialopez.com and there you can sign up for my newsletters or if not if you don't want to receive directly on your inbox every week you can just uh check my blog posts that i have there and um in the, the same if you want to follow me on facebook you can follow uh, search my name tulia lopez but you can also um for the ladies if you're interested in leadership you can search for the leading ladies hub in Facebook, that I have a page there where I am feeding in a very regular basis, almost every day, with informations on leadership and about and also about my seminars workshop on the
0: topic. Excellent, thank you very much, Julia. and have a nice day.
1: You too, Oscar. Thank you, my pleasure.
0: Bye bye. Dear listeners of Time to Shine this is the end of today's episode if you like our show please subscribe to our podcast in itunes stitcher or for more information visit our website www.timetoshinepodcast.com welcome to listen to us again next week